0: All right, today we're on the Antoine O'Reilly Show on the road to the IPO with the co-host Hugo Prince. What's up? And today's guest is Beryl Solomon. He's an amazing entrepreneur and LinkedIn superstar. So as for those that might not know you and everyone should know you by now, right? So can you introduce yourself to the audience?
1: Hey guys, uh, first of all, thank you for having me on your show. I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, My name is Beryl Solomon. I am 29, actually I just turned 30 last week. 30 years old, I left my 20s. Um, I grew up uh, here in Montreal, and I was always interested in business. I had my own businesses as a kid. I went to go work for my family business when I was uh, 20 years old. I worked okay. there for about eight years, and I worked my way up, and I became president of, of that company. And at a certain point, I realized, you know what, it's time for me to go out on my own, and I enjoy you know, being the, being the leader, being the boss, being the owner. And I decided to open up uh, Wealthy Commercials, okay. which is my current company. Uh, we produce we produce videos for um, the medical industry mainly, okay. and then we help. Uh, and then we push them out online, whether it's on Apple TV, whether it's on like CNN AdWords, or or Google AdWords or um, you know Facebook marketing, Instagram marketing, YouTube marketing. But our core of our business is video production. We okay. built this. We built it to. We're 20 people now, um, maybe a little bit more actually. We hired a few salesmen. Probably about 22 now. Okay. Um, we're rounding $2 million in sales in our second year, which is super exciting. Yes. And uh, my goal is to do $100 million in sales. That's, that's I'm, I'm aiming for nothing less, God willing.
2: Wow. Uh, so let's talk about your family business because uh, for those that are watching this, maybe they're working with the family. And I want to talk about the challenge, challenges that working with family, like success and everything. How, how are it's like difficult to to be in a family business.
1: Oh, you hit a, you hit a very, very sensitive subject, okay. but it's okay, it's good. <laughs> it's good, it's good. So um, fa- first of all, if anybody has a family business, I 100% recommend going to go work for your family business for mm-hmm. a certain amount of time because it is an incredible learning experience and nobody's gonna teach you like your father, your mother, yes. or your family. And I think that if, you, if a person has that opportunity, they should 100% take it. Okay. Problem with family businesses is you get stuck because usually people that work in family businesses get paid more than they should Meaning if they're an average person off the street, they would not earn that amount in the family business so your lifestyle becomes adjusted to earning that amount and being treated like somebody who is the owner's son or the owner's daughter or so the problem is is you get sort of caught in a trap because eventually you cannot leave because you know if you leave yes. and you go work in another company, you're going to um, be paid less and be treated less. Okay. Um, so again, if you have the opportunity to learn in a family business, 100% suggest it, but also always keep that sort of uh, option open on okay. the side to go into your own business because things could get sticky in family business
2: So you can get experience with the family business, and then after that oh, you yeah. can launch your job. Oh yeah,
1: 100%. Like I said, no one's going to teach you like your
2: family. True. Cool. So why did you decide to quit your family business and become an entrepreneur?
1: Why did I decide to stop working there? Yes. So I was working alone with my father for a long time. Okay. Uh, it was just me and him, really, and. It was just hit, meaning in, in the managerial role, and then everybody else was an employee. The second more family came in is when it starts to become difficult because a family member is is entitled to have the same position um, on the executive as as well. Yes. So so it was hard for me I like I like to make decisions I like to be in control I like to you know when I make a decision I don't like to ask anybody you have to get a vote I like to go for it right away and when you have other family members involved you have to give them the respect of that so I decided you know what instead of us um, you know fighting all the time and arguing all the time and I may if I stay in the family business I'm not gonna have the family and I'm not gonna have the business so I decided you know what I could either kick everybody else out and I stay, which would not have been fair, or I leave and everybody does their thing. Thank God my family business is doing great. My brothers are amazing, my father's amazing, they're flying, and my business is doing great as well. And I'm, and I'm really happy with the decision because now I have my family and I have the business.
0: Cool. So, got Yeah, so for those starting out their businesses, how would they get to their first million?
1: Well, I haven't done it yet. You mean in sales? Yeah. In sales, okay, fine. Yeah. I haven't done it in in, in savings. That's okay. my that's my next, yeah. uh, which is equity in a business. Okay. My, that's that's my next goal is to is to is to aim for a million dollars in equity. Okay. So, a million dollars in sales, we hit that probably probably eight months ago. Okay. Uh, nine months ago. So it's it's all about sales. When you know a lot of people when they're starting businesses, they're concerned with so many different things and sales sometimes falls to the, to, they, they don't really think about sales. Okay. So they'll think about every little detail of the product, every little thing that could go wrong, every. but they don't focus on the money. At the end of the day, I don't care how good your product is, I don't care how good your service is, if you are not selling, you are not getting into the market So, yeah. so and you're not going to create that revenue. So when I first started, I'd say probably... Um, eight hours of my day was focused or nine hours my day was focused on selling and then one hour of my day was focused on administration okay the problem is what happens is as your business grows that equation ends up flipping that one hour of your day is spent on selling and nine hours are spent on administration so what I did was I hired people to take care of my administration here yes so I hired uh, a secretary, I hired a creative director, I hired a full-time project manager. Okay. I hired all these people to take off the administrative roles yes. so that I could focus more on the selling and when I, was, when I was able to do that, I was able to bring the sales to the next level. Okay, cool. Now what I've done is I've, I have four full-time salesmen that are in the room right behind this wall. Uh-huh. I have four full-time salesmen that are pounding on the phone okay. and banging on LinkedIn all day, every day, bringing in sales for the company
2: so for all the entrepreneurs that are watching this you think it's important to go and lend sales before going all in in business a
1: hundred percent okay a hundred percent i mean but then you have guys like my father-in-law who is like an anomaly my father-in-law is an extremely successful businessman yes um and he builds he builds houses okay but he underst but he understands the importance of sales like he's not he's never really been in sales but he manages the sales team okay good so so the answer is i think that it's a sh-
0: the shortcut with sales. So the answer to your question is yes. Yes. If
1: you're not a brilliant guy or girl, (laughs) and you're just like an average person, if you learn sales, it will fast-track you too. to being successful in whatever that you're going to do.
0: So, how did you learn sales, and did you have, like, a mentor, or where did you get the information?
1: So, this guy right here. Did you guys bring this book? Yes. Is this for me, or are you leaving with oh, this? No, we're <laughs> leaving with it. It's fine. It. I read this book a hundred times. Um, so, this book actually is written by a guy named Grant Cardone. Yeah. He's, like, the... I don't know. He's the the, the number one the sales room? trainer in, in America right now, and he taught me everything that I know. Okay. And he... Uh, in assured me that I was able to, he is what has allowed me, of course, with God's help, of yeah. course, nothing could happen without that, but he is what allowed me to hit the ground running after I left my father's business to not miss a beat because he is. He teaches sales training. Okay. So all you gotta do is Grant is, is YouTube this guy, go on any, any social media forum, just follow whatever he says, drink it, and you're gonna win. Rank alone. Yeah, and I train all the time. I was never good at school, really, um, because I just didn't like it, it, it didn't apply to me. It was like, I felt there was a very big disconnect between what they're teaching in school and what's going on in in the world. But, and I was never good at school, so I always thought I was not able to learn. But when I learn things that I like, when I learn things that are applicable, when I learn things that I can use the next day, that I can translate into a monetary or personal value, I'm really, really good at learning. This book I've read 10 times.
2: 10 times, 10 takes. I
1: don't think i read 10 books in my whole educational career. (laughs) Okay. You know, but this one I read 10 times.
2: Bam. Uh, so, before we talk about your company, there is something very inspiring about you, the day you decide to launch your company, you went to your house, and you, you told your wife that you're going to start your company, and she, she just say, do it, something like that. She just say, go yeah. ahead. Yeah.
1: So, there's an expression, happy wife, happy life. Yes. Um, <laughs> but it, it, it even goes more than that you, you know I don't think you guys are married yet right no, no. so God willing you'll meet you know your your, your I, I, somebody I like beautiful you. on the inside on the outside and and you'll be very happy young men and go off and get married to great women but um, there's something that's very, something very special that happens when you're married is that your spouse actually knows you um, sometimes even better than you know yes. yourself yeah. and she's able to mirror back to you so my wife saw that I was unhappy and for her, it was my happiness was more important than the risk that I was taking okay. to go start my own business.
2: Do you think that the fact that she said go ahead helped you to really go
1: ahead? 100%. If my wife would not have given me her blessing, there's no way that I would have had the guts yeah. to go forward. It's very important that when you're in a relationship, with, when you're in a marriage, to move at the same speed, on the same page okay. as your spouse. So I probably wouldn't have not, I would have not gone forward. Right. So it was very gutsy for her because I had a great job, I had a great salary, yes. I had a great everything, I had yeah. stability. Um, and she told me, she said, listen, you're not happy, go start your own thing if you want. Okay. Wow. Yeah.
2: So we are live on Facebook on Antoine's page and Beryl too. So hi everyone that's watching this live, so we're with Beryl Solomon. And let's talk about your company. Let's talk about video content and wealthy commercials. So, why video content? Why?
1: Tienes gente que habla español?
2: Sí, tengo gente que habla español. Sí,
1: sí. Eso es tuyo.
2: (laughs) Eso es Antoine. Antoine. Ah, de Antoine. (laughs) Ok.
1: Ok. El próximo vez, ok. La próxima vez. (laughs) Um, Ok. What were you asking, So
2: Why video content? Why video content? How, how did you make that decision?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. I, get, I actually get asked all the time, how did you? How did I decide to start Wealthy Commercials and start doing videos? Like, where did that come from? So I sat down with a list of all the possible businesses that were interesting to me. I had I, I written down like 20 things. Okay. It was just like a brainstorming. You remember in high school or, or <laughs> elementary, they say brainstorm. Yeah. Meaning, don't let your brain... A lot of times people don't like to brainstorm because their brain, they, they, they don't see how they could do it, so they don't allow themselves to think. Okay. I had everything from selling airplanes to selling meat to open up my own chain of laundromats to what else is on, like crazy things. Okay. I'd create like being a real estate agent, a, a real estate agent, opening up a life insurance company. Like there was a lot of things on there. Video production was on there. Okay. And it was the thing that was the lowest barrier to entry and the highest profit margin. Okay. So meaning I had to make no significant investment to to start the company yeah. um I, I didn't have to hire i didn't have to buy any equipment everybody that i hired had their own equipment i didn't have to hire anybody full-time there was tons of freelancers so the, there was very little barrier to okay. get into it versus you know if you want to open up your own line of laundry mats for example uh you have to invest in the equipment in the real estate yes. in the licensing in the, in the there's, there's just a lot there's a big barrier to entry and also the profit margins were good right so today everything everybody wants video content okay that's the number one thing that people are starving for I don't care what business it is I'm realizing now in my personal business how much video we use in our sales process yes. um, like in our brass tacks everyday grind that it's even showing me more and more how much companies need video cool. so I realized that there was a desire for it so I was able to charge what I wanted and three is I like to be on video. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I figured that if I have a video production company, I might have some people around me that you know, know how to use a video camera okay. and I could get on video every now and then.
0: Yeah, so you became big on LinkedIn, so yeah. why did you decide to go all in on LinkedIn?
1: So LinkedIn kind of went all in on me, Okay. Um, because I was doing the exact same thing on all the other social media platforms, and none of them was just giving none of the none of the platforms were giving me the love that I was giving to it, and LinkedIn yeah. just totally received me and picked me up and said, "Hey, we like what this guy's talking about." Um, and I think that the reason is is because people are very were very in a box on LinkedIn. Like yep. people had LinkedIn in a sort of um, this very conservative box, so they would give. They would talk about such boring stuff like, today's interest rate rise to 3.42% <laughs> and our projection for a second quarter is looking grim. And I came on and like started like dancing on cars.
2: People use LinkedIn for the CV too, so I put my spare right. and everything. And everyone was so scared
1: on LinkedIn and I, I had nothing to lose. I think yeah. that's a very important factor that I don't talk about enough. I had nothing to lose. Okay. I had everything I, I, I literally I didn't have a job I didn't have any money I didn't have anything all I, I was I, I hit rock bottom right so when you have nothing to lose you're willing to go all out okay. and that's what I did I went all out and I said you know whether LinkedIn likes me or hates me I'm still broke and have nothing
2: okay. so
1: I may as well just go just while out
2: all in, yeah
1: Yeah. and I went all in and, and the, the platform loved it so that's my that's my advice to everybody is go all
2: in you have nothing to lose by the way you're gonna still sell our plane?
1: I would like to buy an airplane. I would like to eventually <laughs> buy an airplane. Yes, that's, that's my ultimate goal. I would like to buy an airplane.
2: Good. Uh, let's talk about the company, Walter Commercials. Yes. I, I want to know what do, you, what do you guys do exactly? What do you, this company, where is it going and everything?
1: Sure. Um, Grace, can you pass me that over there? So our core business. Yeah is video production. Everything starts with a video. Okay. I think that where a lot of social, me- social media marketing companies fall flat yeah. is they don't have the content producing capabilities. Yes. Our main bread and butter here, everything that we do starts with a video. So our main core business at this point in time is we go into hospitals and nursing homes, drug rehab centers, and elderly care centers in the United States of America. Okay. And, and yeah, I love America, <laughs> Quebec, nothing going on here. <laughs> Quebec is broke. Um, welfare welfare <laughs> welfare province. Like I was on Queen Mary yesterday and like Queen Mary's like a busy street. Like Queen Mary and De Carry. Like that's like central core heart of the city 15 minutes away from anywhere in 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 Montreal and there's like alleyway signs on every single like uh storefront. Yeah. I'm like what's going on here? This this isn't this isn't like a third world country. This is canada montreal but quebec is is there's nothing going on here so the united states of america is where most of our businesses i'd say 90 okay so we go into these um medical facilities we film a two minute um a two minute video yes. and we will then put it into these video brochures so when you open it up okay. the video actually starts playing on the inside wow, nice. yeah there's no video actually loaded on sure. this but there's just a dummy one okay. um and then they'll use it to market their facilities okay well, so that's our core business right now so we have clients big clients in the med- medical industry okay. so then we'll take that video we'll chop it up into a 15 second video we'll put it on Facebook we'll build a landing page we'll drive traffic and they'll get patients into okay. their facilities that
2: way so where do you see this industry going with the rise of audio and everything the podcast and you think people will less will be watching less videos and everything well the medical industry is great because great. everybody dies okay okay <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so
1: that's why i love it you know i know really but it's it's true i never real i, I never realized why everybody by why, why it's so big why there's so much money in the medical industry yes. why because everybody's a customer yes <laughs> one one time or another you, uh, not you, I don't know, maybe you're not going to die, but, but, but at one point in history, we will all need medical attention. So yes. that's why I like that industry. But the video business and the yeah. video industry, I mean, listen, it's been around for a long time. Think about Charlie Chaplin, True. you know, black and white. I mean, I think it's just evolving. I had the same question when LinkedIn originally launched video so like in the past 12 months 12 months ago You could not directly upload a video to LinkedIn and put it out you had to put like a YouTube link or you had to put something Um, And I was very nervous about that for my business because I said if everybody could just hold the camera and record and just post it on You know LinkedIn what's gonna happen to my business and I remember being very nervous about this and It's only done really good for my for my business meaning it's not only is it not dying, but there's becoming so many more ways to get the distribution of your video out there that video is becoming more popular than ever before. Okay, cool. And because there is so much of that, you know, one-handed, shaky, you know, type of video, bad sound and everything, um, it makes it even easier for our professional videos to stick out. Yeah. I think think every company needs like a mixture of like 90% organic content where you're posting, you know, what's going on in the office and like those, you know, yeah. selfies and the and the selfie videos and yeah. whatever. 90% of companies marketing should be that. But you need that 10% that's like spot on okay. that delivers your message clearly, concisely and professionally and that's what we do. We worry about the 10%. Cool. That's great.
2: Awesome.
1: A lot of problem with companies right now is they're doing 0%. Okay. They're not doing the organic and they're not doing the professional and everybody's moving forward while they're thinking if it will continue to be a trend it's a trend <laughs> yeah. it's not a trend it's reality <laughs> look at your 13 year old daughter how much how many videos she consumes a day all right it's yeah, crazy it's crazy
0: so you sound you sound like uh, Gary Vaynerchuk so can you talk to us more about your collaboration with Gary Vee
1: so Gary Vee was pretty cool we did a, um, a collaboration together shout out Gary he's a good guy um, we did a shout out. We did. A, <laughs> we did a shout out together. <laughs> and we did a. Uh, we did a, a conference together in in um, in Toronto about the importance of video for B two B businesses. And he, this is the same like me, all in on video. Okay. Um, that it's 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 just it's irreplaceable. Yeah. That's true. So we did something in Toronto. Super nice guy. Um, and he's he just a, yeah he's a nice guy like he's very sensitive that's what i liked about gary yeah. he's he's just a sensitive guy like he really cares about every single person in the room Yeah, that's okay.
2: cool. good guy uh, so let's talk about the linkedin uh, linkedin meetup yes you organized one of the biggest linkedin meetup in montreal and also in new america jersey. new yes, jersey yes so oh, how way. did you
1: how did way you way do it you work also which is amazing okay how did i do that yeah um so again I, I i just i saw a trend that people are doing like these linkedin uh they're calling it linkedin locals yeah linkedin meetups and i saw them happening all over and i saw that there was like 50 people at them you know 80 people 70 people mm-hmm. and i said that's crazy i believe that i could get a thousand people okay um sorry no sorry that's not true i said <laughs> I, I said i think i could get 200 people okay. and i remember i, I okay. rented a room for 200 people down the street it okay. was a, it's a it's a, it's a Called Candy Gallery, and I and I rented it when I went to go launch this. And after like four days, we had six hundred people that signed up, oh, wow. and I was I was in shock. And I said, okay, this is really powerful. And I went to go. And these things don't happen to me, by the way. I'm not okay. like, you know, I see like. Um, the way that Donald Trump operates, yes, and you ever see like everything just works out perfectly? Like the guy will like fly to North Korea, <laughs> and the most evil guy on planet Earth will like <laughs> sign over a nuclear deal, <laughs> like stop all of this world peripheralization of okay. nuclear. Li- I'm not like that. Like I'm more, uh, I'm more like scrappy. Like things don't work out perfectly for me. Okay. I'm not that okay. type of guy. Like I never, I don't get lucky.
0: Okay.
1: Here, I got lucky. Okay,
0: okay,
1: I got lucky. Like I put it out, and it way over way over my expectations usually my life has been that (laughs) everything has been way under my expectations like wealthy commercials although we're having you know incredible incredible success and I say success like this because when I get to a hundred million I'll consider that a lot of success but there was no luck anywhere here like I spoke about my father-in-law earlier before he was telling me a story that when he first opened up his his um, His he sold he sells sheets. Yeah, like when he first opened up that business the competitor Like really upset their salespeople and the next day they knocked on my father-in-law's door and six salespeople in that industry That already had a whole book of business came to come work for him and he had a business overnight Like that's luck Like I have had no luck in this business. It has been like blood sweat and tears and But this LinkedIn meetup was luck. (laughs) (laughs) I experience. I want more
0: luck in general. But do you think it's your mindset? Like you you focus on a lot of positive things that you get a lot of positive results.
1: Yeah, so it's a good point. I spend like a large part of my energy every single morning getting my head straight because I don't know about everybody else, but I don't wake up happy in the morning. Mm -hmm. No, I don't. Like. I don't know. I don't know. I, you have to ask, I don't know. Maybe ask God, ask my mom. I don't know. But I don't know. I, like every day that I wake up is like, I don't know. There's stresses in life. You have to pay bills. You, things aren't going your way. You have to find wives. You have to, you know, or the <laughs> wife that you have isn't happy with you or whatever. Like there's all kinds of things. There's all kinds of things that, that like the world is a painful place for the, the soul does not like being in the body in the world it's just it's a it's a stressful place to be like turn on CNN it's like it's like you know know, actually don't yeah don't turn on (laughs) CNN but but life doesn't so so every part of my day I spend a lot of my day getting my head straight really getting my head positive and just you know pumping myself up
2: okay so uh, we're almost at the end of the podcast. and Oh, no, we just started to have fun. Yeah, and then, but I want to ask you a question. I don't know if I can ask it. Are you a fan of Donald Trump? I love Donald oh Trump. My God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love, I love, I love <laughs> him. Then we can get a lot of youth now. Yeah, people I people, uh, <laughs>
1: whatever. I have to, let me, let me clarify that statement. <laughs> I do not take my spiritual advice from him. Okay. I have a rabbi for that. I do not take my parenting advice from him. I have my, <laughs> my, teacher, my parents' teachers for okay. that. I would not want him to be my father. I don't think that he would have given me the proper attention yes. that they needed. But as a president of the United States of America, okay. and as I, a businessman, too. What's that? And as, as a good businessman, and he's strong on the world stage, and he puts his country first, which I respect tremendously. I respect him as the president of the United States. I think he's doing a great job. For a guy that had zero experience in, in politics, I mean, he went from like business to politics. He wasn't mm-hmm. the mayor, he wasn't the senator, he wasn't the vice president. Yeah. He went from zero to hero overnight. And I, I respect the guy, what he's been able to achieve tremendously. I think he's doing great.
2: Hey, I want to talk about the um, entrepreneurship, because we see a lot of kids, they're going to entrepreneurship and they say, I'm an entrepreneur. They put it on the Instagram profiles. Yeah. But you're always talking about the real, the real entrepreneurship, like, yeah. like the, um, the sad, the hard work. Can we talk about that? Can you give advice to the young kids That want to start their own business.
1: Yes, 100%. So any young kids that are out there, um, Grace hears us all the time because she hears me talk all the time, but I say the same thing like a broken record. Do not, ladies and gentlemen, do not go from high school to becoming an entrepreneur, okay? Do yourself a favor. While all kids are still young, my suggestion has always been to go work in a business Find the most successful man or the most successful woman that you know and work for that person for free for however long they'll let you be there and just say to them, hey, sir or miss or dad or mom or aunt or uncle or cousin, listen, I will drive you to work. I will shine your shoes. I will make you coffee. I will bring you lunch. Please just let me learn from you for as long as I possibly can. People think that I opened up wealthy commercials and I became this business guru overnight. I... 8 years working in my father's business of learning on his lap okay. day in and day out how to run a business. Yes. So all, although the business is different the principles are all the same. Yes. So I think people are doing a big misservice to themselves by just jumping into entrepreneurism right away. It's like becoming a doctor without going to medical school. It's like
0: yeah,
1: I just you know there's certain basic principles that you have to know okay. in order to be the most successful in the quickest way possible. If I opened up Wealthy Commercials 10 years ago without working in my my family business or without working in any other industry, I believe it would have taken 8 to 10 years to get to where I am today in what I did in two years.
0: Oh,
2: yeah?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do.
0: Amazing.
2: Do you have any questions from the live?
0: No, I have no questions. on. What's up, live? (laughs)
2: Listen,
1: we're taking questions on Facebook. We're taking questions on Instagram. (laughs) We're taking questions from everybody. (laughs) <laughs> you guys have been awesome
2: yeah. Hey, I have one last question yes, How can got? I get a nice beard like yours?
1: Why, I think you're on your way, no? Oh, not How long not. has it been? I you trimmed it, I think. Yeah, I
2: trimmed it Because, you know, I can't get it I'll like give that. you a shampoo, don't worry <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Okay, I can't appreciate Thank it Thank you so much, it was great,
1: really Thank fun you. Thank <laughs> you Thank
2: you, boys Really fun Thank you,
0: guys Awesome Alright, awesome